0: Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, Deconstructing WandaVision, episode number four, but it's technically three because, you know, we had that two-parter. And, John, before we even get into this episode and telling people that they can follow us on social media, well, at The Marvelists on all social media platforms... And, you know, all the social media or the uh, streaming platforms, iTunes, Tune, and Radio Stitcher. Well, I already just did that, so we don't need to talk about that. Hooray. <laughs> but before we even say that, man, Disney Plus is really going to be messing with our episode order. Because, like I said, this is technically episode three, but it's really episode four we're covering. Well, next week might be a two-part episode. Well, two episodes in one again and that is because i don't know who did it i don't know how they did it i don't know where they did it well they did it on social media but episodes 5 and 6 have essentially been spoiled through social media i saw um some stuff involving an actor who uh is involved with the episode that was you know rumored in the casting and everything and yeah this is, uh, the House of Mouse is not very happy right now.
1: Understandably so. And that's. I think it's difficult when you get stuff that's leaked because it forces a bunch of people's hands. It forces, it, it makes people that are making content like ours to decide if you want to spoil it or not, right? And I think that we've kind of decided not to just in case our listeners don't want to Correct. hear it. People like me where I don't want to see it. So now I have to avoid looking it up at all. Um, but the issue is for episodes like this, sometimes you want to look at some of the fan theories and things, but you never know what you're going to find. So that there's makes some difficulties even on our end. And then obviously more so than that, it forces Disney's hand to either release episodes early or take the wind out of their sails for the next two weeks. And it just, this causes problems with artists everywhere. It happens all the time with even music. I, this might lose us listeners, Peter. I am a Kanye West fan. I
0: am too. (laughs) He
1: canceled an entire album once because people leaked stuff. So it's tough. I, I think it is. It's difficult when consumers take it into their own hands to leak things, uh, and, and the only reason is because they want to have that moment in the summer of saying, "Well, you know, I leaked that spoiler." Like it doesn't make them an asshole, but,
0: um, right? The whole thing it's it's a bummer about this happening, but this isn't the first time that something in the MCU has been spoiled. You know, we had that one guy who is a millionaire who got a private screening of Endgame. And then proceeded to post pictures on Instagram and Twitter or wherever, of key shots like Professor Hulk with the uh, the Tony yes. Gauntlet in his hand, and then there were other moments like the uh, him hold uh, Cap holding Mjolnir, all of those things that got spoiled. Literally a week and a half before the movie, and when we went to go to the press screening, I remember sitting in the theater and seeing Professor Hulk putting the Tony Gauntlet on. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, that Instagram post I saw three days ago was real.
1: Yeah, which stinks. Great.
0: Yeah, it does. It's it's the absolute worst. But, and again, also another one. And, like, it sucks because I have, to, as the guy in charge of the social media of the Marvelists, and there are people who have very big mouths and very, you know, big dumb fingers with a keyboard, They will comment on posts with the things and spoiling it for everybody in the comments, unprovoked, mind you. And one of my favorite ones still is when uh, Spider-Man Far From Home came out, I proceeded to see a picture in the comments of bald J. Jonah Jameson (laughs) on top of the big TV. And I knew that was real. And it was very upsetting.
1: That's tough. Well, the the people do it because they want to get clout or whatever, but it's frustrating because there's ways to get clout with this stuff without spoiling it. We saw Endgame early. I did a thread on Reddit talking about it, saying that I saw it early, and it got a lot of buzz and a lot of interest, but I didn't spoil anything. You can talk about things and answer thematic questions and do peripheral stuff without actually spoiling big moments. And I think that more people should do that. There's a way to do that middle ground. I honestly think more people dislike seeing spoilers than not so if anything spoiling it might you know nuke your Twitter or whatever and I I just don't understand but you know
0: and it's also a very risky thing because the guy is getting legal action pressed against him for course this. he
1: because uh, he either obtained it illegally or if he works for them or whatever he leaked it illegally like there's it's you can't just distribute content like that without asking especially from from Disney man like they're gonna come after you
0: yeah. And, you know, I saw a meme in uh, the, I think it was the WandaVision, uh, or no, it was in one of the Marvel Shield posting groups, which really breaks my heart that ever since the uh, first uh, Marvel Shield posting got zucked, as a result, there are now three. There's a Marvel Shield posting phase two. There's Marvel Shield posting uh, multiverse of shit posting. Nice. And there's another one. I forgot what it is, but just... They had to splinter off in all these different groups. And one of them was Peter Parker, you know, in Spider-Man 2 with his mask, you know, taken off. And it says the person who, uh, you know, who leaked everything and then everyone's carrying him and representing carrying him is we might be getting episodes four and five early because of his sacrifice of him getting sued and everything. Yes. And it's a quote unquote sacrifice. It's still kind of dumb, It's a
1: sacrifice if you're one of the people that wants the spoilers, but if you're one of the people that doesn't want the spoilers, you're, again, getting forced to... It changes the viewing experience, and you know my opinion. I like having the weekly releases. I don't like having it get... Because it, it gives you, like, we watched, you know, we'll get into the episode that aired yesterday night, and it was... I think we might have some varying opinions, but it was fun, and it was a huge zoom out. Imagine if that had gotten spoiled. Or also... Imagine if that all got released at once. It would take out some of the whatever. Like we've waited for a week for some answers and then we got answers, but they are not the answers that most anybody expected to get. And it builds that. If you get two in a row, this was filmed and edited episodically. So there was supposed to be a week gap between five and six. And as a result, there's probably going to be a cliffhanger at the end of five that's going to get just completely overblown by six. And it sucks. And it's just, you know, I wonder if they'll recut. I wonder what they're going to do there. Because if not, it's just going to, you're going to see it like you're going to watch five and you're going to be able to tell that there are elements of five that we're supposed to be sitting for a week that aren't. And I I really that upsets me, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I completely understand. So and
1: I hope they don't. I really hope they sit on it and just say, you know what? Y'all can leak what you want. We're not going to change. But I don't think that's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> you You think they're going to do a twofer in one week?
1: I think I hope they don't. I really hope they say like like because I think that'll also prove to People that want to leak that it works, and I think if they sit and say, Fuck it, "You know, leak what you want," um, I'm not gonna give in. I think that's a better way to do it.
0: I, I really do. I agree. I agree, and it's it's very much. I do. I do think though it, we will be getting the two and one in one week, mm-hmm. and it's going to it's going to botch the schedule as well for you know Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is Falcon and Winter Soldier gonna get bumped up a week then? Or is Falcon and Winter Soldier going to be maintaining its March thirtieth release date? I think it is March 30th, correct?
1: Uh I know it's late March. I don't know the exact date.
0: Yeah, and it's very much a a problem of this. And <laughs> hey, it, it uh, means- according
1: to Google, it's supposed to get its first episode released August
0: 2020. Uh- <laughs> Well, (laughs) no, it's March.
1: It's March 19th, 2021 is what the, I think, official date right now is.
0: That's fine. I mean, honestly, I'm just I'm excited for whatever happens with this. And I think, you know, the one funniest thing is I'm I'm excited for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. I'm much more excited for Loki, to be completely honest, because as much as I like the characters of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I don't care enough, but then again, what did I say when WandaVision was no, about No, hey, come out? That's, d- that's,
1: you know, who, it depends what they do. I could see it being, especially, honestly, to me, they say the big difference is, given what we know so far about what the show is about, there is, in my opinion, it might still be super cool, but uh, WandaVision, like, I wasn't, you know, the characters aren't the most in, in exciting. I wasn't really sure how they were going to do it, but- at least the forum was kind of out there enough that they could make it something crazy. I don't think that they wanted, before any of these things got released, I really don't think the odds of them having all of their shows being these crazy stabs in the dark are going to be what's going to happen. I think they might have given one or two shows something weird to play with and see if it was popular, and it is. So I think in the future they're going to make the other shows more like that. But keep in mind, these shows were all filming pretty much um, concurrently. And so exactly. I don't think they're going to try to pull crazy, because what if WandaVision failed and people people didn't want to see crazy stuff? Then you'd have a whole slate of shows that are going to fail. So I do think they probably aren't going to have the same level of whatever in all of their shows. But I hope to see it. I really hope they they change stuff up.
0: Well, what drives me nuts right now is a lot of people, This as we approach episode four discussing this, a lot of people were talking about how with uh, WandaVision, uh, I couldn't watch the first two or three episodes. It, it oh just God. It's not going fast enough. And as it's I a, lovingly it's a said... Setup. It's called a setup, people. Well, as I lovingly said on Twitter, in the borderline words of the wrestler Mad Kurt, you're a big, dumb <sharp> fucking baby if <laughs> you really are going to give up halfway through the first episode. Like, I'm sorry, but that is the case. You're going to give up on this? Why would you give up so soon when you're realizing... There must be an underlying theme with this. Why are they doing this? Why are they going in this direction with these characters? And it's very odd that, you know, it is the element of, and I really hate being, you know, that old man, as I say this, as a 32-year-old. But ah! they're really not that patient. Like, you can't be that patient. These these millennials. no, these Zoomers. These Zoomers. And I really, I hate using that expression. I think it is so dumb. Zoomer, man. But I just imagine, like, they have, like, little, you know, rocket shoes on or some stupid thing. But just the idea of, like, you really couldn't wait that long. And, again, I always have to find a way to shoehorn in pro wrestling. But, like, the story of the character Daniel Bryan when he won the title at WrestleMania, I think, 30. Everyone was like, oh, he should win the title at the event before, which is a lesser event, but he should win it because I want to see him win the belt now. So wait a minute. You wouldn't have him win his belt at the big event, which would make his victory much more important and a memorable moment. But because he did flippy moves and all that other shit for you guys, you think he should win it at the event before just so you can get it done and over with.
1: Yeah, that's... Because you want that. Yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: And it's very much a, and I I remember saying that on Reddit, like, why would you do that? That's stupid. And I got downvoted to hell for it. I'm like,
1: (laughs) okay. The hive mind, brother. Join up or die. It's
0: it's so funny. And then like years later, everyone forgets the chicken little sky is falling mentality of all of that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's like, it was a great idea that he won. And I really want to do a Mori and just be like, well, <laughs> I beg to differ right now. Yeah,
1: right. But so but, yeah. with the episode, WandaVision episode four, um, what uh, what are you thinking about it? How do you feel? I like let's kind of go. F- There's like, I, in my opinion, four main areas of the show. The introduction's very specific, and I think we should talk on it. And then after that, I think you have the the sword section of the plot the seeing division again section of the plot um, and then just kind of general directions you think they're going to go from here. Um, what are you thinking about some of those, those elements of the show?
0: Well, I, I like the structure of this episode. I thought it was really well done and it was very much giving background on why everything is. And again... For those, you know, people that I guess have bang energy like coursing through their veins because you know they need it now, now, now. Nice. Ah, uh, I love how it took to this point. And to be completely honest, doing it in this episode, I felt was way too soon. Still, it was jarring. It, or not.
1: it was just jarring. Well, to me, it's not too soon until we know it's going to happen because this could be right. such small potatoes compared to the end of the season. So I was just small shocked. potatoes. Small potatoes. Yeah. I was Small. just, I was, that's for, uh, all my Long Island friends so they can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it was really jarring to zoom out as fast as they did now. Like it, yeah. I was It literally the first, I was watching it at, um, my girlfriend's house Listen. and it was me and my girlfriend and her dad. And for the first five minutes, I was probably knowing the hell out of them. because so I was literally just like, no way, no way. They tell, they're going, giving us the whole sword like intro right now. And it blew my mind that they decided to... The first three episodes were giving us crumbs, and they gave us like half the cookie. And it blew my mind. I was impressed I'm ho- withholding judgment on that decision until I see the rest of the season. Uh, by the end of it, we'll know. Did they go too fast
0: and too soon with it, or was it the right amount of time? So we'll see. Well, for me with this and this episode overall, I was getting a lot of like messages from friends. I was talking to a coworker uh, yesterday about it and like I talked to my when I talked to my coworker, we both have like a very staunch like you don't w- talk about it until you watch it. I won't talk about it until yes. I watch it. We're very much Good. Done. you know, he's a big M- he's a big MCU head, so am I. So it's like, you know, we're talking back and forth. And I said to him I go like I walked up to him the first thing in the morning. I'm like I did watch the first five minutes and I got questions and, you know, whatever, but we're talking about that. And overall, this episode, I was getting texts from friends. I was getting Facebook messages, seeing tweets, and they're just like, oh my God, this episode, holy shit. One of which was, oh my God, can it be next Friday already?
1: Seriously. And I'm like,
0: back in my mind, I'm thinking okay this means something really really big happened and I'm like am back in my head I'm thinking to myself they introduced something with like a new type of character they I wonder if the mutants are finally getting acknowledged and spoilers no but with this it was you know very very much a great world building episode and i I think the technique of introducing S.W.O.R.D. in the way that they did, it was very much a, hey, by the way, there's been this big, gigantic uh, organization all along. And just like very, "Eh, well, there it is. Like It was just such a nonchalant reveal, but I loved that decision because it's a nonchalant thing for such a grandiose group, you know?
1: Yeah, it was pretty strange. I agree.
0: Well, yes, multiverse of madness coming uh, whenever, but seriously, uh, that joke was terrible, wasn't it? It <laughs> sure was. But we end up getting introduced, you know, the introduction of Monica in this episode. You know, for the for the artiste formerly known as Geraldine, she shows up and she's blipped back into existence. We get to see someone getting blipped back into existence, which I we had. A little bit in Endgame, but this was really cool to see. It was weird like seeing
1: that. the civilian, and I just, I've wanted to as well, because that's the, one of the cooler parts about the beginning of Endgame, was watching how the world handled losing half the population. And this is kind of the opposite, where this is like, you get to watch what it felt like to be in that space. Especially, I think it was really Right at uns- that moment. Well, it's just unsettling that they come back to the place they left. So if you're talking about a public place- It's, and especially a place like a hospital where a lot of people that have worked there or they're there for a long period of time, you're like, she knew that the doctor and her knew each other, right? Obviously, the doctor still works at the hospital. That's a mind blowing moment. And I think they did that really well. That was really impressive. It blew, it was so nice. Yeah.
0: The chaos there was perfect. And Mm -hmm. it got me thinking. I had a conversation with uh, last week's guest, Katie, and I'm texting her and I remark, I got a theory about something, and she goes, just watch the episode. I'm <laughs> like, okay. And I watched the episode, and I still have my question. And it's this. Let's say somebody got snapped out of existence while they are in an airplane. And let's say, hypothetically speaking, the oh pilots God. of the plane also get snapped out of existence. Oh God. The plane crashes. Loss of life, et cetera, et cetera. Now, let's say... X number of years, you get blipped back into existence again. Oh, God. Are you going to be in midair? Yes. And are you going to be. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, that is frightening.
1: Or at and sea. How many people would be at sea and they get blipped back into the, of the ocean?
0: Like, that's. Thanos got his loss of life. He still partially got more of a loss of life in the aftermath of all this. Yeah, and that's, it's, that's. Again,
1: it's. Uh huh.
0: It's such a dark thing, like that. Maybe that's you know the kind of person I am with, you know, just a messed up attitude of things. But I'm seeing that and I'm just like all those people, yeah, I all wanna, those hamboygers.
1: I wanna, I wanna do a super cut with people blipping back into, I guess, bamfing back into uh, the sky, the water. They're crossing the street, and there's a car there now. I've
0: heard the dirty ones. I know that I, <laughs> those were pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> I was even thinking about. Um, like what if that guy, she bumps into that guy as he materializes like if she was a second later, where he materialized into her like I was just I was thinking about that during the beginning of the episode um imagine you got remarried, blip back into the into the bed and this your 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 uh, oh my god deceased ex- wife and your new wife and you in the bed together imagine like there's there's a lot you could play with that honestly, I think that'd be a fun for the whole like, family that'd be a funny YouTube for like a production company to do like the realities of uh so
0: unsnap <laughs> it's such again i just love that chaos that yeah. ends up coming out of that and again just that also that element of wait where did i disappear to and i would have liked to have seen a bit of monica getting explained so puts her uh, her hand on her uh uh knee so you might want to know what happened for the past couple of years <laughs> And just that element of, it's, that would be traumatizing. To you, a moment has passed, right? And Mm. yeah, and you know, you see her talking to Tyler in the S.W.O.R.D. offices, and just that element of, no, you're not ready yet. But then you hear it was a protocol put into S.W.O.R.D. by her mother, Maria, and again, it's very much like this is the kind of person that Monica is in there where she can overcome this. And it, it's a character trait of a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters that I see throughout the films, very stoic, like, no, I have to keep going forward. And that element of that character is very prevalent while she's talking to Tyler about, no, I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to do this. I'm. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm here right now. Yeah. She's the type of woman to
1: take things like, and this I think is similar to what her mom's like, similar to what, you know, Captain Marvel's like, like all of these characters I think are good. And what makes, you know, anyone a hero is that ability to say like, you know, damn the consequences. This is what I need to do right now. And that's what she does. Later in the episode, there when she's in the town with Jimmy Wu, Agent Jimmy Wu, who comes back in, and I think it's, it's. I'm so
0: glad Jim Halpert finally has returned. Yeah, to Yeah, thank universe. God.
1: I'm glad John Kaczynski's still, you know, acting and he's doing different things. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was that was a funny, like one of those funny moments. But also, this show does a really good job balancing comedy and uh, anxiety and intrigue in the same scenes, like in in a single line, you'll hear you know that moment was funny westview doesn't exist you're telling me westview doesn't exist yep never has we live in eastview and that is a funny moment but then the fact leads- that it's the creepy shot of the town that's completely empty like and then she leaves and we know where she went but, but this is all a prequel so it's even like what's we we want to know what happens
0: when she gets kicked and back again, out you know it leads further credence for what we're talking about with, well, why is it called Westview? Because it's her view of the West from Sokovia. Could and definitely be. I I think it is 100% on the nose with that. Like, that's one of those, that's why it was called that. Because, again- Makes total sense. That, that character. And then we see Kat Denning's character make her return into the Marvel Universe. And I love that her character made a return because of the fact it means- it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a small ancillary character in the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. you might make a return. As long as you don't, you know, Mickey Rourke it and burn your bridges, you know, you can come back. Although, to be completely honest, I would love more than anything to see Whiplash because Mickey Rourke deserves another comeback. I don't care. He was really damn good in that movie. I Iron agree. Man 2. But just, you know, again. It doesn't matter how ancillary you are. And like even Jimmy Woo as well as a character that, you know, made his return. Like it was known that he would be showing up, but I didn't think, you know, watching that movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, oh, we're going to see him again. Never thought that, but I'm glad we do get to see him again because he was, for me, the one that stole the show in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And he's absolutely stolen the show in this show already. They like just some of his lines. I, oh, he's hilarious. I had a conversation. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine about the uh, softball line. I thought it was funny. It was like a quick little ha ha joke. But I the liked whole that idea one of, too. You know, that
1: was a funny. That was a really funny moment. I think for him.
0: I liked also the idea of you know, do you want one? Oh well, you know, I've always thought about having a little Jimmy Woo. Give him a little tiny little FBI badge. No, oh, chip. Yeah. I love just like again those little interactions with these characters and. It shows that, you know, you don't need to be a superhero to have an impact with the audience in the MCU. That's why I'm excited to see who else we could get in these films. Yeah, I'm excited to
1: see like someone has said that I like the concept that Darcy and Jimmy might be more of the main characters in the big scheme of the show. And I like that idea, uh, giving different characters some moments. Like, Darcy, I'm so happy she was in that episode. I hope she continues to be a main part of the show. She adds a very interesting take and a very interesting, like, point. And I haven't – we haven't seen her since Thor Dark World, I don't believe. So I'm kind of – Correct. I, I was happy to see her. I was really shocked. I was like – for a second, I was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, my God, that's Darcy. Um,
0: so that was kind of nice. Turns out um, turns yeah, out that playlist really is infinite.
1: Yes, so um, – <laughs> Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I'm trying to think. So in terms of getting into the actual, you know, the Wanda and vision area of the plot, I liked seeing like. I think it's really weird that we're seeing we're not seeing the show like. I was kind of under the impression that we were watching the show that she was creating and the way they've done this is proving to us that we aren't they're seeing the show we are seeing the show like we're standing there which is really weird to me it really took me off guard um you find this out when darcy is watching the episode and whenever wanda has her like moment where she kind of breaks in those moments they get scrubbed over and taken out of the cut that darcy is viewing with jimmy and I thought it was really interesting. I don't know how you feel about that. I thought it was a very strange decision. I did not expect it at all. It was one of the more unexpected moments of like, oh, they're not watching the exact same thing we are.
0: I like I thought the editing in there was like the the phantom editing was so damn creepy. And I agree. It helped out with that. And again, I've been watching a lot of stuff like uh lost media videos on YouTube, watching in you know, a friend of the show, Justin Wang. I've been watching stuff like uh Blame It on Jorge on YouTube, and it absolutely has a level of creepiness to it and it helps out with this and like the one that really you know i like the little details like each decade they're watching the show they're watching it on a tv reflective of the time yes like i don't know if you noticed that like when they did the 70s they had like with the little knobs on the side i'm like oh that is genius and it had the wood paneling and everything
1: yeah we'll see it and then we'll see how that Content news. I hope it does. And I'm curious, again, to see how this stuff really plays out. Um, we talked last episode, you know, is this going to be a Mephisto plot? They seem to be throwing the red herring that it's Wanda in control pretty hard right now. Yeah, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. And so I'm curious how much it really is Wanda because we still have so many questions. We have questions about, you know, Agnes. We have questions about... um how well speaking aware,
0: of Agnes, well,
1: how aware of this we really are like how aware is it she, how aware of this sorry she is um of what she's doing is she and that's the this moment had this episode had a weird moment with the her envision towards the end because it kind of shows that she knows what she's doing, she would just rather be doing it, which gives her much more of a malicious kind of vibe.
0: Well, one of the things, you know, on the topic of Agnes is that part where we're seeing everything put on the bulletin board of, you know, okay, this is so-and-so and and they're playing so-and-so and and they got like their little ID on there. If you notice when it's the big one, every single person has their driver's license or ID underneath, except one person,
1: Which is creepy. I think they're right about the, I think they're right about her being, uh, what's her face? Um...
0: She absolutely is. She is Agatha Harkness.
1: Agatha, yeah, I think I, I think 100%. she has to be, or or someone equivalent. But it would just make less sense. I think she has to be. Um, which means yeah, to so me, w- maybe we're not going to see Mephisto get mentioned in this show at all. It might be that they at, the, at this show think that she's the person behind it. When like, and I can almost see it. You know, she's kind of cast as the neighbor friend that's very helpful, and so I could see them in real life it being you know, Wanda finds this helpful woman who says, I can help you get your, you know, husband back. And she says, yes. And she was kind of her aid outside of the reality she's created. So now in it, she's still playing that role. Um, I'm curious if she, if she's on purpose being manipulated, like if she's being manipulated or not, like, I'm curious if she was a part of it and then didn't realize that Wanda's powers were going to also encapsulate her or not, but that stuff we'll see. I don't want to speculate too hard with stuff. We don't really know, but,
0: um, and one of the things about with the, everyone being revealed to be, Oh, uh, they are all people that are in the town. scary. Yeah. I had had a conversation with Katie about it and she made a remark. Well, maybe the, the children are real and they're the children of people in that town.
1: Oh, I would hate that.
0: And it's very much one of those, I'm kind of inclined to agree with her on that because uh, that makes so perfect sense.
1: Or, or, because again, since Wanda's in control and seemingly they're actually in this town physically, Wanda, like I was saying, I believe last episode, was pregnant beforehand, was really pregnant, and that she's not actually affecting. And, and my kind of, proof for that is you know obviously when a woman gives per- you know gives birth her stomach doesn't deflate like a balloon and when Wanda breaks these scenes she tends to lose the facade and when she's in this episode that just aired when she's telling you know Geraldine to leave she still's got that little like remnant of the baby bump and so i could see her being you know when the facade fades away it's still there i think we're going to see At some point, you know, the reality of things, whether that, you know, and it shows, you know, the vision shot that was like famous, I guess. Uh, I could see those kids still being there even when the facade leaves and they're there as her children. She actually had the kids. They're a part of this, you know, facade or whatever, which is kind of creepy,
0: really creepy. You just love saying that word, don't you?
1: (laughs) Yes, I do. It is not what it is. That is what this is. It's a facade. She's making a, a false cover over reality, you know?
0: And what I would say is in regards to a lot of the things, by the way, a missed opportunity for a joke that we had last week. I completely forgot about this. Oh, God. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, Katie about the Funko pop of Wanda from the 70s, and she's got the baby bump on her. Nice. And we both had remarked that, you know, she goes, wow, she, it's, it's a pop with Tommy and Billy in it. <laughs> huh. And all I could think of was, Wow, that is the most affordable Funko 3-pack they could ever make.
1: That is true. It's a yeah, thinking, and, it's a thinking man's joke. Yeah.
0: It's a thinking man's joke. You'll get it on the car ride home today. That's funny. But just the idea of, you know, all of these characters and how everyone is slowly getting weaved into this. And we're also getting weaved in the parts of the quote-unquote reality into the show. And the line of, did you just mention Ultron. And it's so creepy when I hear that line. Oh, I hate because it. we're yeah. hearing, and you just hear—is that the first time our reality has been mentioned there? And it's also the first time in this episode the outside, the new, the new threats are being acknowledged. And one of them is when you look at Jimmy Woo talking about so and so is played by so and so, so and so is played by so and so. If you look closely on the whiteboard it questions uh, scroll Skrull question mark. And that was one of those moments. I'm like, are Skrulls that prevalent now as a threat in the main universe? Like we're slowly re we where they've been gone for like a couple movies, but they're going to be coming back again real soon.
1: Yeah. I'm interested to see how I, I could see some of these shows feel like they might be building towards, like again, like you said, kind of the same event. So I'm curious how that's going to actually go down. I could see them doing that that way. That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Some of these, I'm curious about some of these. Um, I don't know coincidences. We talked about the unsnapping, and I'm uh, if the scroll thing is still an active threat, I could see an element of that show being when the snap happened, maybe there were scrolls that then took over the positions of people that actually got disappeared and now that they got unsnapped we're going to see some of those issues where oh it's funny how the presidents in the office but this guy that looks just like the president just came up and said that he just came back from being snapped like that kind of thing i could see maybe being what the plot of that show is about is the the end result of maybe the scrolls saying ooh half of earth got disappeared let's take advantage of that. And then when they come back, maybe there's some fallout that brings the secret invasion to a head is something I
0: thought about. There's a lot that we can dissect with this. And one of the things is when, you know, we see the result, it's kind of like a result, uh, resolution with the beekeeper. Yes. And the, good Lord, that was creepy. And, Also, at the very end, we see, and like it's almost like an extended cut of Wanda talking to uh, Geraldine. It is an extended cut. It's the part they cut away to Vision at that point when
1: he's talking to Agnes. And uh,
0: did you notice it went widescreen?
1: Oh yeah, it was cool. They did it went wide, and yeah, they did a couple interesting aspect ratio changes at once there, um, which was cool. And uh, yeah, so I think that that is something to keep in mind. I think in the next two episodes here, we're going to get some answers on Agnes or maybe more questions, but we're going to move that piece forward, which I'm excited for. Cause this last episode is very, I don't know. I guess I'm curious if they're going to do like the next episode is going to be all back to the sitcom or if it's going to be like half and half. Uh, I'm not really sure how they plan on doing it because this episode is kind of a, a catch up from a different perspective. And so the next episode is not going to do that. So I'm really curious if they're going to, kind of split down the middle or is it going to focus well, primarily on one you you might know the answer to that
0: <laughs> as someone who might have all i can say is uh yeah that's all i can say right now but yeah there's going to be very much well it, it got me thinking this is a, a nine episode series we have you know let's say each episode is a different decade okay cool 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, that's seven episodes. Unless we somehow manage to find a way to do a 2030, you know, television universe, I highly doubt that's going to happen. So we have seven straight decades. And on top of that, we have two regular episodes, which are going to be palate cleansers slash like, uh, recaps, info you know? of
1: some kind. Yeah, I agree.
0: Like a borderline info dump. Yeah, um, and I would also say we are going to be getting you know mishmash now that now we know who is the phantom people watching these shows. We're going to be cutting back to those, mm-hmm. and it might on like I've heard like the episodes will be a little bit longer as a result of this. So we're going to be which explains the long that.
1: credits situation, um, and it also fits that concept of. The episodes that are set and maybe like the period episodes, generally a period episode of television would be 22 minutes because the other eight minutes is commercials. That's not the case in these. So they were being true to the form of the sitcom when it was just the sitcom. Now that we're breaking that wall and it's not just the sitcoms, it's also the real show, they're going to do it more like streaming, which is going to be longer. I think that's why they did it that way. The reason there were such long credits was to not have half the season be a different length of time than the other half of the season. They're all the same length, but how much of it is end credits is decided by if that episode takes place within a sitcom or not, which I think is kind of cool.
0: And then we, in the episode, the very end, we mm-hmm. go right back to the TV show. We see Wakanda vision, you know, when he died in Wakanda.
1: Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it is,
0: it's such a creepy visual and I, you know, you see, he looks like a California raisin with like, you know, part of the pit scooped out in the t- the top of the head.
1: Nice image, man.
0: So it's such a weird, creepy thing and they, they very much did a great job of making us feel uncomfortable seeing this and Wanda, what's wrong? Yeah. Wanda, what's wrong? Uh, They, they definitely know what they're doing with this. And the other thing that like I love how the episode ended, where we go back to the finale of the episode, and we see them sit on the couch with their babies, as Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child Slight Return plays, and I guess they watch an NWO Hulk Hogan match. And yeah, I, guess I was really so. happy for them to be able to do that. But it was very much it was it was a cool way to end the episode because. It's like it's indicative of the long strange trip we're going to be going on with this. Although personally, I would have went with a long straight. What a long strange trip it's been by the Grateful Dead, because very indicative of those times. But that ending of it's so loud and frantic of a song, and it fits what Wandavision is.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I'm. I like the ending a lot because I'm hoping the next episode. uh, Starts off very much like nothing went wrong. I'd love for that to happen, and the first half be um, kind of not addressing it. And then over time, I want to see you know. Then halfway through, maybe it cuts out. But I'd like that for the next episode, it doesn't address any of what this last up ep- this episode here was about. But we'll see. Um, I also like that visions, you know, quote unquote, starting to catch on. The question is, did she, if she. The three options are, you know, she's in some capacity brought Vision's consciousness back and he's actually starting to realize it. The other option is he is a figment of her imagination and him starting to catch on is her starting to lose control of the reality. And so it's kind of like her own consciousness saying, hey, this isn't healthy. This isn't good. And Vision telling her that's kind of like herself telling her that he's like that, you know, um, speaker of truth to her. So I think that's Those are some interesting, like, options, the ways that this can go. Um, Right. But it's weird seeing it from his perspective. Like, there's a shot when they have the babies in hand where she walks past him and then he looks right at the camera and he looks like he's not pissed, but just, like, seeing him not being controlled by her for a second, where he's just kind of, like, doesn't roll his eyes, but he just kind of looks off, like, and then he fakes the smile and sits with her. So, like, the question is, Did she control him to do that? Or is he have his own consciousness? Does he. Cause she wasn't controlling him in that moment. It was just us and him. And he's looks like he's not happy. And then the second she turns around, he starts smiling again for her sake. I, 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 the implications of that are huge potentially, you know?
0: Yeah. I would say there's going to be a lot that we don't know what's going to happen, but when it does everything makes everything will
1: make sense a couple different times yeah it's, it's gonna
0: it's gonna it's gonna be that moment of when it all clicks and I agree to be honest uh when this episode was coming out like within the first few hours I'm like I said I'm seeing all these people going oh my god oh my god I really I I really got my hopes up for like something big and grandiose and I'm like watching the episode I'm like I knew all of this was gonna happen. We knew there was gonna like Yes. For me it was that moment of just like, Yeah, dog, I know it's she I know it's sword. Yeah, I- okay. But like the elements of she was uh snapped away, that's one of those things like oh. And it, it does a great job by the way of explaining what happened to Monica without having to age her or anything, bring her, you know, in yep. there. You 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 don't need to bring her back, quote unquote. You can just use her as a, uh, she is her mentor kind of figure. Obviously, she's her mother, but it's like, you know, that mentor figure. Professionally,
1: she's the mentor, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's very much one of those things where we don't know what could happen next. And it's still that element also of just that minimalist world building, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, no, I'm really uh, excited to see where they take it. I liked this episode. I think that pulled back well while still giving us new stuff. Um, And uh, I'm excited to see where they take it. And I'm willing to, you know, I'm excited to kind of, I'm going to wait and see what they do with it before I have any opinions.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely phenomenal. And I would say we, again, four episodes in, and it's already going in this direction. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I like that. Oh, I like we'll that see, unexpectedness.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm interested, curious,
0: um, not quite nervous, but, you know, I'm. Uh, we'll see. But. So, John, before we go, overall, on the whole, you like the episode?
1: Oh, yeah, I liked it. I think they did good. St- I think it was a good mixture of things. It was funny. It was unsettling. It gave us information and it withheld some. So that was all the things that I care about.
0: And I would say overall, our general predictions for the next couple of episodes are going to be like a mixture kind of thing. It's going to be, yes, the re- quote unquote, reality interweaving with the Wanda Vision show.
1: Yes, I so. agree, which I'm excited to see all right.
0: So all right, for so the Marvelists, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm Peter
1: Melnick. I'm John Sherburn. I- excel- Cla on. see you next week
0: <laughs> that that too. I don't eat food. They didn't do it again this week. Bye.